You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So we left the story yesterday at the end of the third Mishnah with the people coming to Jerusalem and from all over the country and the residents of the of Jerusalem would go out and greet them. And we mentioned that the people who would go out would be, would be different according to the status of the people who are coming in. So even when we're bringing the Bikurim, there's a sort of question of social status that still prevails. And the story picks up in the fourth Mishnah. And we're still with social status, but here the tone changes slightly. So we're learning, that flute's still playing in front of them, until they reach Temple Mount. And then, they get to the Temple Mount, even the king, even King Agrippus would take the basket. This is the basket of first fruits, the decorated basket. Even the king takes it on his basket, takes the basket on his shoulder and walks as far as um, Lazara, as far as the, the temple court. And when he gets to the temple court, the Levi'im are going to sing, I'll extol you, O Lord, for you've raised me up. You haven't let my enemies rejoice over me. That's the song which King uh, David, uh, King Solomon sings when he establishes the temple. It's the song of the establishment of the temple, and he's he, he's he's praising God for having allowed him to get to that point in spite of the many vicissitudes that he's encountered during his life. And the Rambam, in his commentary, says there explicitly. The Lashon um, HaTorah, the language of the Torah, and he's referring here to the verse, The priest shall take the basket out of your hand. The priest has to take the basket out of your hand. And the Rambam says there, a person should carry the first fruits themselves and give them into the hand of the priest. And King, Agri- Agri- King Agrippus is... Is um, even though he's the king, he's not too proud to actually fulfil the mitzvah right down to this this very detail. Now, the Mishnah goes on to say, "Ha gozalot shall hasalaim." The birds that on the basket were burnt offerings, so they were going to be offered up, and those that they held in their hands were they give to the priests, and then while the basket's still on his shoulder. He starts the recitation. He starts from hayom lashem Elohecha. I declare today to the Lord thy God. And then he completes the whole passage. And we saw this when we started to study the Masechet. We started to look at the verses that outline the ceremony of the Bikurim. And we saw that these verses, they're in the Pasha of Kitavo, they're in Devarim. Um, and they, they begin, You shall come to the priest that shall be in those days, and you'll say to him, 
And how, now here's our quotation that's in the Mishnah. I declare today to the Lord thy God that I've come to the country which the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. And then the text says, That's the verse that the Rambam quoted. The priest shall take the basket out of your hand and set it down before the altar. And then you you say the speech about my father was a wandering Aramean. So, let's go back to the Mishnah. The, remember, in the, in the words of the Sukkim, in the words of the verses, you recite a little bit, and the priest takes the basket, and then, and then you recite again, this is the centerpiece of the Haggadah. My father was a wandering Aramean. It's the centerpiece of the um, recital of the Bikurim. It's the mark of a really arriving in the land of Israel. And perhaps it's for that reason that it's the centerpiece of the Haggadah as well, of the celebration of going out of Egypt. Let's look at the Mishnah. So the first opinion says, while the basket's on his shoulder, he recites the whole of the passage until he completes it. And Rabbi Yehuda has a different, but Rabbi Yehuda has a different view. So Rabbi Yehuda says, "Ad Arami Ovedavi, you recite until you get to my father was a wandering Aramean, and when we reach that point, we take the basket off the shoulder, and we're going to give it to the priest. We hold it by the edges, and the priest places his hand beneath it, and the priest waves it. This is a wave offering." The priest has to wave it up and down in front of the altar. And then as the priest is waving it, then we say, My father was wandering Aramean until we finish the whole passage. And, and then he deposits the basket by the altar. He prostrates himself. And then he goes away. Now, the way that Rabbi Huda describes it is more in line with the text. The text has two recitations. You say, you give the basket to the priest, and then you say, and the halakha does follow Rabbi Huda. There's an interesting quirk in Rambam's commentary on the Mishnah, in which the Rambam says that the the, the, the Halakha does not follow Rabbi Huda, but it does. And in the Mishneh Torah, the Rambam acknowledges that it does. So perhaps here we have a discrepancy between the commentary on the Mishnah and the Mishneh Torah. And these discrepancies are very rare because towards the end of his life, the Rambam actually reconciled the two, two documents. He used to revise the commentary on the Mishnah to bring it in line with the Mishneh Torah. But it seems as though here he didn't revise it, or perhaps here we have a different version. Anyway, for whatever reason, we have a peculiarity in the language of the Rambam. And I think that's probably a good place to close. But tomorrow we'll then look at the rest of the chapter. Um, we'll look at the rest of the third chapter and we'll learn more details about the offering of the Bikurim before getting in the next chapter towards questions of... Um, gender fluidity, which is addressed in the last chapter of the tractate.
Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.